this has to become something that you demand because you refuse to tolerate the consequences of staying where you are, whether that's consequences that you'll feel, consequences that you think your child will feel. It's all about committing to close this gap. How is it possible for a parent of a child with autism to become the superhero their child needs now? I'm Len. And I'm Cass. When our son was diagnosed with moderate to severe autism, we went all in. We spent over a decade learning everything we could on how we could transform to help our son thrive. And guess what? He's doing it. This year, he ran for class president. Each week on this podcast, we will be sharing the secrets needed for you to become the superhero your child needs. If you want to learn how to tap into your innate superpowers to help your child thrive, visit AutismParentingSecrets.com. Hey, welcome to Autism Parenting Secrets. It's Len, and I'm recording this in December. The chaos and excitement of the holidays is everywhere, and I've been trying lately to make these episodes a bit more bite-sized and succinct, because I know we all have lots of competing priorities. Uh, When we have guests on, they tend to go a little bit longer, but otherwise, these secrets, these insights that Cass and I share, we want to get to the point, really clearly communicate the ahas, and give you some practical ways that you can put it into action. So today... This time of year is when people really start thinking about goals and how they want things to be different. Usually, even though it's chaotic, there's some time for reflection after, uh, especially right before New Year's, at least some reflection and attention to how we might want next year to be better and different than this year has been. I'm definitely in this camp. I always reflect this time of year, and it's pretty easy to feel more excitement, more motivation. There's something about the holidays, being able to at least spend some time appreciating family, appreciating the good things. And it's, uh, at least I find it easier to become more optimistic. It's an easier opportunity to dare to be more hopeful and to even to allow, like I was allowing myself to, to desire more, you know, for myself, for my child, for my family. The problem that I would always get into is that I would uh, kind of convince myself, talk myself into the fact that I'm more committed now to making positive change, that this time it's going to be different. And I'd feel like an energy surge, excited about what could possibly happen. But the reality is then life gets in the way. And I think I, like a lot of people, have a pretty short attention span and it's easy to get excited, but that energy surge that happens just slowly and sometimes not so slowly fades with time. And that's why New Year's resolutions um, sound great, but they're usually, for me, fantasy, you know, because I was lacking a few things that were really required to have in place. And the key thing in today's uh, secret is that the often the one thing that's really missing is resolve, the resolve, the commitment. Because without the resolve truly being in place, because it has to come before any resolutions or goals, then the likelihood of success just is is so, so low. And I've seen this time and time again in my own life, 
And for every parent that Cass and I have worked with, this is also an area of opportunity. So the secret for this week is resolve, not resolutions. And that doesn't mean that resolutions are a bad thing. It just means that the resolve has to come first. It has to be in place because otherwise those resolutions are just pure fantasy without the resolve to do what it takes to make it come true. So the overall target and how achieving goals works is kind of step one. You feel some pain that you want to change. Uh, Maybe you write it down, you think it through, you basically have some energy and reason to change things. Uh, So you feel that pain. Then step two is to have that desire to actually make the change. And what's useful here is um, to really get deeper on the why. And then the third step is to actually then get to that level of commitment. And that's the heart of what we're going to talk about today. Once all that's in place, then you can go to setting a goal and setting something that's reasonable and achievable for that whole process. Uh, Episode 28, Without Goals, There's Chaos. That's a great episode to understand how do you go about the whole process of goal setting in a much more powerful way that increases your odds of success. And then after setting goals, it's all about then the fifth step is to take action, incorporate some really useful daily habits, track progress, try to instill some kind of accountability to keep you on track. And then the last step is to, you know, either you're going to succeed or you're going to fail in some way, maybe not achieve your goals and really being okay with that process of if you've quote unquote failed, what have you learned and taking that learning and pivoting and continuing to persevere and to go after what you uh, what you want. So that's high level kind of how the whole process works. And we're going to talk really today about that desire to change and having that lead into a commitment, a commitment and a resolve that is absolutely in many cases the missing link. So this is all about how to make that resolve even bigger than it is right now. Because whatever you want for yourself, whether it's less stress in navigating this journey to help your child, maybe you just need more energy, you want more energy. Maybe with your child, you just want to have more bliss, more connected moments, and more joy. There's a whole bunch of things that you might be wanting, and that's fantastic. But the problem that can really kind of just kind of stop everything in its tracks is that those desires, those goals, and especially if they work their way into something called a New Year's resolution, they're usually truly just a fantasy that you kind of feel at a time of year where it's it's, it's easy to be hopeful, that desire for better, but they're just desires that won't lead anywhere. It's going to be frustrating because um, as soon as you set them, it doesn't take long before they unravel. And so that that's the problem. You have this energy, but then it's kind of, it doesn't go anywhere ultimately positive. Resolutions don't work because there's a desire for a change, for a result without the required commitment, period. That's why resolutions don't work. So the desire to change might be like a seven out of 10, 
but the actual commitment level to doing what's required might be a three out of 10. So that's an absolute mismatch. And if your commitment level is like a three out of 10, that's kind of basically saying that you're going to try to do something. And trying is very different than committing. It's not going to manifest itself with you bringing your all to make it happen. Uh, So you're immediately undercutting any possibility of achieving that desire. So what you want is for that commitment level that you show up with, that must match or even exceed your desire. So if your desire for a change is, let's say, a 7 out of 10, the first step is to try to increase that desire even more. And then the second step is to raise that commitment, the resolve you have from wherever it is now, let's say a three out of 10, to something higher. So with step one, raising the desire that you have, know where you are right now. And it's got to be huge. Us parents, we want what we want. We are motivated and fueled by that. But whatever it is that you want for your child, more language or or less pain and discomfort um, or more socialization and interaction with you and others, whatever it is that you want, can you make it even bigger? So your desire is high, but if you can even make it bigger, then that's only going to help you to have the required commitment to do what you need to do. So a vague why, let's, let's just taking a personal example, if you want to lose weight, I want to lose weight, you know, a vague reason why won't cut it. And, and a shallow reason won't either. It needs to be something more than, hey, I want to feel better. Or, you know, hey, I, I'd like clothes that fit better and I don't want to buy new clothes. You know, these are not the reasons. You need to come up with what are the short-term benefits and costs And even more importantly, what are the long-term benefits and costs? That's where most people don't, they focus more on the here and now and lose sight over the long-term. You know, what will happen if I don't change long-term? What will happen if I do? And if I change now, what are those long-term benefits? So if you can orientate your thinking to not only address the short-term, but the long-term as well, that will really help add fuel to make your why bigger and to really create more of a pressing urgency, a burning platform. And then whatever that is, find a way to reconnect to that every day. Even if you just write down your why and just keep it alive in some way, shape, or form. So that's step one of just making your your why and your desire bigger. Step two to make the resolve stronger, that really also requires some intentional focus. And it really involves tapping the power of emotions that you feel and this long-term view that most people miss. So to make your resolve stronger, you have to get clear on the gap. So where are you right now? What does it feel like? And what are the emotions especially that you're feeling? what's working, what's not working, and think about it in the here and now, and then do the same thing with like long-term. If it stays where it is, where is this going to lead? That's basically what you want to think about is not only where might it go that you don't want it to, but where clearly do you want it to go? What's the target? 
If you achieve it, what are the benefits short and long-term? But instead of just doing it conceptually, tap into the emotions. Not only what does it look like, but what does it feel like now and what you're going after. Because if that gap between where you are and what it will be like when you achieve where you want to go, if that gap is so super clear, then it's easier for you to actually then commit, truly commit. You know, it's not a preference. It's not optional. This has to become something that you demand because you refuse to tolerate the consequences of staying where you are, whether that's consequences that you'll feel, consequences that you think your child will feel. It's all about committing to close this gap. So wherever you are and your commitment level, I'm sure is high, can you go even higher from a seven out of 10 to a nine or something of that nature? Any improvement, any ability to make it bigger is what you're going after. And the final thing is you may have many, many wants for your child, for yourself, but some time to really kick the tires on what it is that matters more than the rest. Usually something is more important and rises to the top. So just be careful or more intentional on what is it that you truly want. And Communication is an example. A lot of parents, including us, wanted nothing more than for our child to speak, to be using words and to have conversations. And communication is a, is a great desire, but is that the most important thing or is something like connection even a bigger desire? Because there's a lot of non-speakers and children who can't communicate or an adults who can't communicate verbally, who lead joyful lives and they're very connected. So communication is not a bad goal, but in my experience, what made autism harder was not the fact that my son didn't have words and he had lost his words. It was the disconnection that I think he felt and that I definitely felt. So for me, kicking the tires on what I really wanted, uh, connection for me was a, a much bigger desire than some of the other things. And one of those other things for me was the idea that I just didn't want autism. I wanted autism gone. I wanted my son to not have that diagnosis. And I shifted from having a goal of no autism to just focusing initially, especially on a goal of my child not being in pain because my son had big uh, gut issues and he was in pain. And so shifting to that being the big desire helped a lot because it helped us focus on the root causes that were really contributing to a lot of the behaviors uh, that he was exhibiting and the pain that he was feeling. Even now, I wish my son, um, and I have a desire for him to have more friends. Uh, and you know that's, a, that's also a totally understandable desire, but the need or the desire for him to have more friends, is that more important than for my son to feel joy and to feel safety. You know, these are things that are even more important than how many friends he has for me. So I'm saying all this just to reveal a little bit about my thinking, but it's not about what I think. The question is, you probably want many things, but just get clearer on which desires really rise to the top right now. Because if you can focus on the critical few, 
you will have much higher chance of getting what you want. All of this ultimately then gets manifested with the actions that you're taking, having really good habits, daily hit list of items, ability to, to identify actions that you want to take, agenda items for practitioners that you're working with. There's a whole way of then taking action to make these desires, these goals actually come true. But today, it's not about that. Maybe we'll do another podcast on that uh, whole process. But for now, just recognize that resolutions and wants are great, but can you get clearer on the why, make that bigger, and increase your resolve? Because resolve requires that commitment, and it requires daily nurturing. But if you can make the resolve a true commitment, and something that's not optional, not something that you're trying, something that you're demanding. You're demanding that this gap get closed. You're going to bring your all and you're going to continue to persevere and find a way. That resolve and making it bigger is absolutely something that if you work in and have that in place, your odds of success go through the roof. So good luck with any resolutions, any desires, any goals. But yes, knowing that your resolve is big, can you, right now, find a way to make it even bigger? Want to learn how to avoid the 33 mistakes most autism parents make? Get your free training today. Visit AutismParentingSecrets.com slash unstoppable.